0: I love that you're absolutely freaking out right now. <laughs> Hello and welcome Just a Family. This is giving you something to talk about or Just a Live TV. I'm your host, Melissa Kretschler. I'm an identity coach, spiritual teacher, business mentor, creator, and founder of not only Just a Live TV, but also the Women Sporting Women Can Network. Today's episode, we're going to be talking about type one diabetes, the fact that it is not type two diabetes, the differences, the struggles, and the stereotypes that come with being a type one diabetic and exactly what it means to be a type one diabetic. To join me today is none other than my mini me, my oldest daughter Isabella, or Bella as we like to call her, who is going to be starting her own podcast shortly, not yet, but shortly, so if you'd like to follow that it'll be Bella's Type One Journey and you can find that on Instagram currently or you can just follow me and I will point you to her, but you can follow her at Bella's Type One Journey on Instagram. So go and check that out. Today's episode has of course been sponsored by Phoenix Identity. Go and check them out. If you're looking for clarity in your life, you want to reconnect to yourself, or if you're having a life crisis that you need help going through, go and check out Phoenix Identity. Hi, Bella. Hi. So Bella's a little bit nervous. This is her first (laughs) time doing an interview or not even an interview because we don't do interviews on Just Alive. What we do on Just Alive is we have conversations. So Bella's a little bit nervous, um, obviously, obviously because it's her first (laughs) time and I've been doing this quite a while now. So if anybody hops on live or joins or watches the replay, say hi to Bella, like, follow and share the show. And if you'd like to be a guest speaker, let us know um so does anybody know what type 1 diabetes actually is so what do you think what do you tell people when you tell people that you have type 1 diabetes me yeah
1: um i just say i have a like not like common slash rare disease that gives me an extra step to normally just really eat or do really anything because it does limit some things i can do is because when we go swimming like we are tomorrow for your birthday um have sometimes after being in the pool for like 20 minutes to an hour like i i start to feel low depending on how my fingers are before um but a lot of things is what happens when i tell people like let's say it's like at school and it's like a week after i tell somebody and they're like oh yeah, Bella is type two. And I'm like, no, I have type one. And I think that's because of my weight, which I, I understand how people can mix those up because type two is lifestyle and type one is not. It's technically like you're born with it, but not necessarily. Mine kind of developed when I was like eight, I think, because you mm-hmm. said be- before when I turned nine the summer before.
0: I believe so. So for anybody wondering, hi, Ghost leaf. um <laughs> What type, so there is a difference between type one diabetes and type two diabetes. And what Bella's talking about is that there is a misconception that type two diabetes is what she has. Now type two diabetes has a lot to do with diet. It has a lot to do with what you're eating, how, you know, your health and wellness where type one diabetes is not something that you control it is it's it's not a controlled you can't just you know um become overweight and create type one diabetes type two diabetes is when your pancreas stops working enough you're it's still working but it's not working enough to correct the sugars or the sugar intake or carb intake that you're getting. Type one diabetes is usually juvenile. That's usually when you're diagnosed with it. It's usually diagnosed shortly after an infection. And what it is, is your pancreas stops working. So Bella's pancreas is like non existent, it is not doing what it needs to do for the sugars. It's and what?
1: Me, but it's but dead. But technically, type two is, I like to say it's sick.
0: Yeah. yeah. So diabetes, um, or basically what it is, is your pancreas will take all the sugars and the carbs because carbs are sugars are carbs as well. So all your sugars and carbs that are put into your body, which we do need, it fuels us. It helps us. It helps all of our organs. We need sugars. So what ends up happening is it's like a delivery truck. Your pancreas acts as like a delivery truck where it breaks down a lot of those sugars and then it'll send it to, like through insulin, it'll send it through all of your organs. Well, her pancreas isn't working. So with her, she has to take insulin. She will have to take insulin for the rest of her life. Whether she loses weight, whether she diets, whether she cuts out all sugar, she's still going to be insulin dependent for life because that's type one. Go ahead.
1: Also, type one and type two, it is carbs and sugar, not calories. That's what most people think is like, oh, how much calories it is, or you're limited. I can literally eat whatever I want like you, but I have to give myself insulin or I have to do sugar and insulin depending if it's a meal or yeah. a snack.
0: So, so that there's another difference between type one and type two, and one of the misconception is that... With type two, you have to limit how much sugar you eat. The less sugar that you eat, the less carbs that you eat, less insulin that you need to take, and you don't become insulin dependent. Where Bella can eat whatever she wants, just about whenever she wants. She has to limit it to every two hours. So every two hours, Bella can eat whatever she wants, as long as. Give myself
1: insulin and do my shoes depending on it, or if I'm not sleeping.
0: Okay, well, that's stages. So yeah as long as she gives herself insulin exactly so ghost flu says yeah like stage one jaundice your liver works just not efficiently enough to use the word works yeah so um that's that would be type two yeah which type one diabetes it doesn't work at all it's basically non-existent um it's just there
1: it's so just that is
0: so that is one of the misconceptions now if bella ever goes out or goes to parties it has nothing she can go to parties she can go out she can eat whatever she wants as long as she counts the carbs and which are sugars as well as long as she um does the carb content now i wonder if this has it yes it does so as you might be able to see so down here it says carbohydrates right and glucose so, That's your fibers are in there and your sugars are in there. So, that will be where it tells you whether or not it has sugars. And sugar is actually in the carbohydrate section because it is a carbohydrate.
1: Some of these say a carb, but to be honest, it technically really means nothing. But one thing to notice, if you do have type 1 diabetes like me, these and the fruit to go ones like this are amazing. They have no carbs at all.
0: Not the fruit to go, the meals.
1: Yeah, I think that, that's what they're called.
0: Like the crystal lights, the... Mm-hmm. Um, water additives. There are water. Now, there's another thing with sugars. So, with sugars as a, as a diabetic, type one or type two, different sugars affect different people different ways. So, there is a Nestle water brand where it's flavored water. There's no sugar added, it is literally just flavored water. Um, a but it raises her blood sugars because whatever additive they put in there that is a sugar replacement is actually treats is her body treats it as if it's full-blown sugar. Yeah. And apparently I'm a lot different
1: than most type ones. Apparently I don't Well, some can't
0: have, I've heard of type one and type two diabetics who can't have certain foods. So, um, pineapple is one of them that I've heard that some people can't have where Bella can have it. Um, and it's learning what foods and what drinks affect your body in different ways now what are some of the stereotypes that you find or what what's what do you find irritating about being a type 1 diabetic and other people
1: like how other people say it or like how do they like jokes about it kind of stuff
0: well what bothers you about being a type 1 diabetic
1: (laughs) um in school this year and I think last year as well A lot of people would make jokes about type 1 and type 2 being super similar or like, oh, if you, like, people would make or watch TikToks or whatever or make jokes about like, oh, if you eat this much sugar, instantly diabetes. It just, it just makes me, to be honest, kind of mad, but also, they also don't know how it feels at the same time. So, Joking around about something that they don't have, to be honest, I feel like they kind of deserve karma for that because they don't actually know how hard it is, even though saying I can do literally anything, it is also hard Well, at the same time.
0: I've told, taught you better than saying that that they deserve karma. Yeah, What it is, is they don't understand. And you know, for teens, especially being a teen, right? Bella was diagnosed with diabetes at nine years old. So she's had it for four years now.
1: Yes.
0: Almost. Nope. Three years. So right before she was nine, she was, diag- was diagnosed with diabetes. So eight years old, she was diagnosed with diabetes. And it's been a three-year journey already. We've had a lot of ups and downs and it is a lifestyle change. You do have to make changes because Bella can't just go and eat whatever she wants. She has to check her sugars, take her insulin, um, physical activities, depending on what they are, will lower her blood sugar. We have to be very careful to monitor that she's not going low or going too high. So it is, it is a complete lifestyle adjustment having diabetes and when you have kids in school who don't understand, think that it's type two and a weight issue or anything along those lines, they can be very judgmental. And I think that's, that's what your issue is, is that they're judgmental because they don't understand. They haven't experienced it. They don't know what it's like. Um, and maybe they haven't experienced anything similar to it, right, where it is an adjustment or a different lifestyle or something different from other people. As kids, we need to teach our kids, as parents, sorry, we need to teach our kids that everybody's going to be different everybody's going to have something that they're struggling with whether that's mental health whether ghost flu, that's allergies right um ghost flu says bella still my sincere sympathy bella as someone with nine allergies i'm debilitated beyond extreme when it comes to food so i feel you absolutely that would be hard too like i wouldn't know how to how to work with that right nice. i know people who are allergic to some foods and they have to avoid Ninety percent of food, or even seventy-five percent of food, because it gives them a horrible reaction. Right? People with celiac, people with gluten allergies, people. There are so many different things. I'm allergic to the heat and sun. My her younger sister is allergic to the cold. It's there's so we all have do remember, something.
1: Do you remember uh, uh, what was her name? Yes,
0: that's what I'm talking about.
1: Uh, no, what was her name? Uh, my best driver, who her uh her son Bentley who had a peanut allergy and wants mm-hmm. his like eyes
0: peanut allergy yeah. is a very common allergy. Yeah. Yeah. So you have to avoid everything with peanuts. Ooh, fish, <laughs> Tomatoes, potatoes, fish, bread, rice. Wow, that's crazy. We're having fish and rice tonight actually. <laughs> oh, fish. Okay, I feel um, bad
1: for that. Like fish and tomatoes are like awesome. I
0: Yeah. But that's unfortunate, right? We all have to. We all experience different things. So, what has, um, just for anybody watching, so Bella's journey started, like I said, um, when she was eight years old, and unfortunately, oh, I guess it's been longer than that, hey? Oh yeah, because it
1: was like April fourteenth or something like that.
0: No, it was April twenty eighth.
1: Yeah, and I was in the hospital for like. We days. were in the hospital
0: for six days. Um,
1: takes months.
0: They, they, we had an issue with it though. So Bella showed symptoms and I had a friend tell me about it and I didn't know, uh, enough about type one or type two diabetes. And so she had brought it up that, you know, potentially type one. Um, I said, no, no, no. We had Bella got sick. We all got sick. Uh, Bella and I, I think we all ended up getting chest infections, um, at one point. In September, we all went on antibiotics. And then
1: I was the last one to
0: get it. Shortly after that, Bella started to lose weight. She started to get headaches, drink all the time, um, bathroom in the middle of the night, um, a bunch of different things. She lost 30 pounds in three months or less. Um, And she had these symptoms for about nine months consistently just a lot of very negative symptoms, very painful symptoms for an eight year old or a nine year old. And over that time period, she ended up, um, we went to three different doctors and all three doctors, even though it was very clear on her chart that that's most likely what she had, um, it took them nine months to diagnose her with that. So um, And one of the doctors actually told us, and this is something I'd like to bring about, is there are people who don't understand that everybody's different. So Bella being a type 1 diabetic, um, our doctor after she had lost 30 pounds told her to go on the keto diet which for somebody like Bella yes it helps but it would not be friendly at that point that that most likely would have um, supremely hurt her at that point
1: point. and you know something that I still think of that is really weird actually I think before or in between those nine months I watched uh an msa which is my story animated which a lot of people know of that's like all over tiktok right now i watched an msa video it was like really one of those like diluted not really good ones but it was a girl my age who was having the same exact symptoms and had type 1 diabetes and went into a coma so i was like to myself i was like oh my god thank god i don't have that and you almost fat. did bro. And to be honest, I still think that's really crazy that I actually saw that before I had it, which I think was kind of weird.
0: You interrupted my rant.
1: Okay, start again, I'm sorry.
0: Kids, I tell you. The hell Um, is
1: worse, okay?
0: Yeah, well, we're in the middle of a show, though. You can't interrupt (laughs) my rant when I'm in the middle of a show. It does not work. (laughs) When I'm on a tirade, you know, it'll float away. Um, so what I was saying is as Bella was being diagnosed, her doctor did try to tell her us to put her on the keto diet. Now I am, yeah, rant destroyed. No, I, I remembered it. It took me a couple minutes, but I remembered it. I am, I get hypoglycemia. So if I don't eat and specifically um, starchy carbs, if I don't eat starchy carbs, or a meal every five hours while I'm awake, and I know that sounds crazy, but it's true, um, I will go into hypoglycemia. And it's horrible, and it's painful, and it makes me sick. And I'm done for the entire day, if I let myself get that far. Um, And as a six business entrepreneur, and a mother of four, it tends to happen quite often. Um, But what ends up happening is people will especially now right because we're in the land of social media there's all of these people you know messaging about health and wellness and diet and all of these different diet fads that are going on now i'm i'm sure that ghost floof one of our viewers today would probably agree and bella would probably agree there are you know the keto diet there is intermittent fasting it's funny because people will come up to me and message me online now i am overweight i know that Um, people will message me online, even if they've never seen a photo of me, they'll message me online and they'll be like, Oh, Hey, I'm into health and wellness. And, you know, have you ever thought of dieting or the keto diet or intermittent fasting, those kind of things aren't healthy and aren't productive for people like us. So for me, the intermittent fasting would, you know, potentially make me very sick and very ill in the long run. If I, you know, stopped eating, right um, or stopped eating for an extended period of time.
1: You could also gain weight depending on how your body would react.
0: Uh, well, I thank you. Know, she says she doesn't Ghost or, sleuth says they didn't notice that I'm overweight. Thank you very much. Um, but when it comes to it, we, it's like type one diabetes and type two diabetes and all of these things that are going on diet fads are great, you know, intermittent fasting, you know, intermittent fasting, keto diet, all of those are great for specific people. But we need to be careful who we're introducing that to, or if we're asking the right questions, when it comes to being a type one diabetic, and I think in Bella's case, it's asking the right questions, right? Um, Have you thought of that? Absolutely, I have. Would it work for me? No, it wouldn't work for me. And you know, when they ask why it's Keto and fasting is like telling an obese person to do hit treadmill training. Yeah, it's, you can't, right? It's, it's, I don't, I don't like them. I know a lot of people, you know, have that, but I also, so I also have a heat allergy. Part of that heat allergy is if I raise my internal um, heat temperature, I can go into anaphylactic shock. Um, So exercise does that. uh, Adrenaline does that. It's, yeah. So I have to be very careful how much, like I can lift things and I can carry things and I can walk but there are certain things like bending over um we have a crawl space in our basement and you have to bend to get into it and you have to stay bent while you're in it and I can't can't do it it's so I I start I have trouble breathing and again being overweight that doesn't help but type 1 diabetes is I think we just need people to start asking questions do you think that would be something that you know, if people asked, right, and, and really wanted to know the difference between type 1 diabetes, how that works for you, you know, what you can do, and what you can't do, and just being respectful of that.
1: Yeah, I'd just rather, like, let's say, um, I'm not going to use their real name, let's just say C, uh,
0: just people,
1: Bella. uh, let's say somebody in my class, like, went, like, hey, can I ask you a couple questions just to, like, understand it, like, i don't I, w- I would love to answer because then i don't so they actually like kind of decently understand before just like saying stuff about it to be honest yeah. and how you said with the keto diet and all that um if you're a person who's able to do that and it fits your body great awesome but for me I don't think I want to go on a diet. I would probably rather cut out a few foods or like limit a little bit what I eat, and like do what I normally do is like go on walks, hang out with friends, or swimming. Me and my family love swimming. If uh, if you win the lottery, like you say, you really want to do.
0: <laughs> I'm either gonna get Oprah status rich by having this show and all my businesses, or I'm gonna win the lottery. Um, hopefully today or tomorrow, because my birthday is tomorrow and why not win my lottery or win the lottery for my birthday, fingers crossed. Um, but we would love an indoor swimming pool so that we can swim year round. We don't have a swimming pool right now, but, uh, that's, that's idealistically. I'd love to have an indoor pool where we could swim all the time. And that would be for me, for somebody who has that anaphylaxis to exercise, I have to take it very slowly, but I do find that when I do, when I am active, I do shed the weight a lot faster. So having an endorsement. For, it would
1: definitely be better for me to do that. And then then just like go on a diet because for me, diets just like, they, to me, they don't sound right for me. They sound, well, they could sound right to other people. We we do I'd need to cut them.
0: a couple things out. Yeah, so definitely. I need to cut Pepsi out, which um, Granola is,
1: bars for dad. And, really. <laughs> you know,
0: um, having junk food at every meal for you just about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. i don't
1: I, I don't always i do I, at least have uh, one for uh, a day mm-hmm. you have been saying we have been eating healthier other than yesterday with our burger king well we yeah if you guys
0: but yeah that's only because dad wanted whoppers but
1: well yeah and also we went to go see my brother's and sierra's new apartment we went for a drive we went to walmart and we did a lot yesterday so
0: we did so it
1: was almost it was technically almost eight. So like why not?
0: So being a child diagnosed with type one diabetes, what do you think was the hardest parts for you?
1: To be honest, being judged just for like um, when I was diagnosed, I started watching Alexa and Katie. It's an awesome show. I'm really sad they stopped it, but it was about a girl who definitely like 15 but like
0: but that was a difference to be. that was a different scenario
1: what I'm trying to say is like it was hard for her to like tell people it so she wouldn't get judged and just seen for the cancer and I feel like that's how it kind of started off but like after I started telling people I think it got easier but that was probably the hardest part about it
0: do you think that comes down to people not knowing the difference between type 1 and type 2 yeah. Because more more of the judgment comes with type two because it's lifestyle created. Yeah. Not always, but majority uh, of the time it is lifestyle created, right? Mm-hmm. Where type one is is not.
1: Kind of like genetics or something. Mm-hmm.
0: So what about with you, not with, you know, other people or their Mm -hmm. concerns, but Mm -hmm. what was the adjustment period having type one diabetes? What was that like for you? Like how, how did it affect your life or impact your life at first?
1: At first, um, I was, I was kind of happy, but also kind of sad about it. I was like, yay, I got something else in my life, but I was like, oh no, it's helpful it's also not good. I thought it was I you remember how you and Dad got the phone call and I started bawling because I thought I was gonna die to so be honest. That was probably the worst part about it, but after the hospital we went to first and then we went to Grand uh PT, that made it a lot easier because they were nice and all that, it did impact me in a way that I see things differently now. But overall I think it was a good thing to happen in my life. I see myself differently at least. A lot of people
0: actually. Um I'm Googling she- something. Searching. So it on Google. Yeah.
1: You're cheating. Um don't cheat on the test.
0: Uh, so I'm looking at Diabetes sugars Canada versus US because I know that in Canada, the numbers are different than they are in the US. So I wanted to just highlight that for, for a minute. Um, so Bella's sugars were higher. Um, and the reason why we were so worried about it when she was first diagnosed is because Bella's blood sugars were at 36 the day she was diagnosed with diabetes. So they were exceptionally high.
1: um,
0: and they were borderline keto, uh, what is it? Diabetic ketoacidosis, which is, um, DCA or DKA DKA is what happens when her blood sugars go too high. Um, and that is potential coma. Um, if it goes too low, she has another potential coma. Um, And it's, so either way you're kind of worried. Um, the lowest blood sugar we've had is what 2.1, 2.1, 2.0. 2.0. I
1: thought it
0: was 2.1. No
1: 2.0. Okay.
0: So that's the lowest we've had is 2.0. Um, a regular adult it's between four and seven. Um, as a child, they want her between four and eight. Um, and then, yeah. So she was at 36. So it's quite, quite the large jump in sugars. Mm-hmm. Um, but I know in the U S here we go. So the most annoying
1: thing about having diabetes when you have your period, oh my God, my sugars! is, did you, I was at 24 the other day.
0: Well, I'm glad you just told the entire world that you had your I period don't, the I other don't, do care.
1: <laughs> you keep saying that you, I keep saying this here, that dad oh, will okay. put tampons on his head and walk to the aisle. I don't care anymore. That's how you know. So I'm apparently bad. my daughter
0: has taken on her dad's role of trying to embarrass me, <laughs> um, whenever we go out or on live television, um, which is totally fine. Um, see, even goes <laughs> proof Yeah, too much information. Nobody needed to know that, my dear. Um, but it is so different hormonal imbalances, different times of the month, times of the year um, have different sugar levels. Different her. So Bella has to take two variations of insulin. So she has to take insulin for the entire day. Which so even if she doesn't eat. And this is the key with type one diabetes. Even if she doesn't eat at all during that day, say she has the stomach flu and and can't eat, um, she up. has to take insulin for the entire day. So it's called yes. long acting, and it slow releases throughout the entire day to keep her sugars in uh, in balance. Like when she eats or any meal that she has, whether it's a snack or a full meal, she has to take rapid acting, and that's a two hour um insulin dose so it's whatever she eats at that point she has a time limit on how quickly she has to eat on that so yeah she can't just eat whenever she wants she has to eat as you know at certain times of the day certain amount of insulin and then she has to wait two hours to do it again so it is it is annoying in that sense but so her sugars were Okay, so for US and Canada, um, or US versus Canada, not versus, but comparatively, um, a two for us would be a 36 for the US. Um, And she would have been when she was diagnosed, she was between six and 700 when she was diagnosed. So needless to say, yeah, she was exceptionally high on the sugar glucose count and yeah, it's, it's been a journey. Now, what are some things that you've experienced over the last three years that, you know, maybe other kids your age who are newly diagnosed, um, may struggle should with, should know and, and may struggle with, because you've had quite the struggles over the last three years. Uh, first
1: thing to know is that, um, to know, not like struggle with. Uh, well, it might be a struggle, but also to know it's like in the middle, but sometimes depending on what your sugars are, or, or how your body takes it. For me, uh, before I was, I was able not to take insulin for snacks, but like, I think halfway through the three years, I had to change to giving insulin for snacks which to be honest before doesn't really make sense anymore but to be honest that was really annoying and did make a kind of a bigger change and did also kind of make it easier but also harder it's not gonna get easier it's gonna to be honest gonna get really it's gonna get harder once you get older but at the same time it is gonna get easier i know that's confusing but like some it's not going to even,
0: go away yeah It's going to go
1: multiple ways.
0: It's well, not even that you're in essence, Bella, what you're saying is that it's, it doesn't get harder. It gets harder in some respects. So Bella had, uh, an issue with taking food, um, in between meals. I think for any type one diabetic, uh, whether, you know, you have kids that are, that are newly diagnosed with type one diabetics, If you have you know kids that you know of that are type one diabetics or anybody who's just it's not easy, it's it's never going to be easy. It gets easier because it becomes habit, it becomes routine, right? Mm -hmm. And it takes a while to figure that out. Now, if you are diagnosed before puberty or after puberty, that does make a huge difference too, because again, hormone levels, right? So Bella will have to adjust her sugars. Every month, she'll have to adjust her sugars, you know, when and if she gets pregnant. If she's an adult. That's
1: the thing when we still don't know if I get pregnant, well, I heard like.
0: No, that'll that, be fine. That, um, i still don't, Her body I still is going to somewhat slowly adapt to the insulin, but as the years pass, taking it will become somewhat easier. Mm-hmm. You know what? And that's the thing is her taking diabetes, it, it's not going to change, right? She's going to be on insulin for the rest of her life. She's going to have to check her sugars for the rest of her life. There, there is no difference on that. It gets easier because it's routine. It's not going to change. The calculations will change, but it's not going to change the fact that she's giving herself diabetes. So now it just becomes a routine and a habit just as, you know, brushing your teeth after a meal or brushing your teeth first thing in the morning or first thing at night. The more you do something, the more it becomes a habit you don't even think about it, you just do it. And that's, you know, part of what diabetes type one diabetes is, she just has to do it um, and do the calculations, which as she gets older, will get easier. Now, one of the lessons that I think Bella struggled to learn as a type one diabetic was that you can eat anything, you can absolutely eat anything, you know, as long true. as as long as your parents say it's okay, as long as it's not breakfast, <laughs> you know, ice cream for breakfast or whatever it is, you can eat whatever you want. You just have to give yourself sugars for it. The thing to learn is you can't eat whenever you want. That's the difference is you can eat whatever you want. Still, you just can't eat whenever you want. That's a huge one. hmm
1: well, the only time you get to eat whenever you want is when you're low. That's really the only time. No. Well, you have to eat something without giving insulin. That's really the only time you get to do that, which also you don't feel well. Well, you don't
0: even get to do that. That's a life-threatening thing, though, right? Mm-hmm. Um, if Bella goes too high or too low, the, you know, anybody who's a type 1 da- diabetic, right, is no matter whether you're high or low, it's life-threatening, diabetes is life-threatening you have to um she will be fine pregnant yeah like i mean obviously no time soon because she's 13 and that's not happening right now um but yeah when she does or if she does decide to have children then yes Mm, be quiet you don't need to share (laughs) nobody else's business um but yes, she will be okay and i know what you meant um (laughs) someday maybe (laughs) bella's already said she does not want children so
1: no i'm i i do not to be honest i'm to be honest i'd rather like have surrogate or something like that i i don't want to really go through that experience yeah and you don't
0: have to there's a lot of children if you do decide you want children there's adoption there's you know surrogacy there's a lot of things you could potentially do um plus your sister is eight and says she wants kids so um I'm we'll see sure. which of our four children, you know, decide to have kids. But if they choose to, they choose to. If they don't, they don't. At some point, I'm sure one of my children accident, accidentally accidentally <laughs> or not will end up making me again. So we're all good. We're all good.
1: Well, I'll probably soon it's gonna be. Cool one.
0: Now <laughs> Anyway, Bella, that's yeah. that's not okay. Okay,
1: let's start again.
0: Mm-hmm. No, not let's start again.
1: Let's start again. Here where
0: do you think i get it from guys... me well yeah and you're done. and um, where do you
1: think kyle got it
0: from okay dad i know
1: that's a weirdo I know. dad's a weirdo but okay
0: anyway i think that's just about the end of our episode today we're not going the full hour i don't think you can handle the full hour No. No. So, is there anything else you'd like to share on today's episode? And for anybody watching, Bella will be starting her own podcast um, called Bella's Type One Journey. She'll be talking about what it means to be, you know, um, a type one diabetic. The things that she goes through. Um, yeah, it definitely is. So, goes through saying, yeah, the TMI is going to reach a limit. Absolutely, it is. She doesn't know when to. Sh-
1: sh- i do but Just, i
0: don't yeah
1: um, i do but i
0: don't choose to listen she's a lot like our mother i have a tmi problem but anyway <laughs> bella's gonna be starting her bella's type on journey you can find that on instagram currently um she will be start post she's gonna start posting different diabetic memes and stuff like that on her instagram instagram app Plus, she will be posting when she is ready to do her type 1 diabetic journey. I think we will be doing it together for a little bit, just until she gets used to it. Mm-hmm. And then she'll be taking over on her own and highlighting her journey um, as a teen. She just turned 13, so she had got a lot more years as a type 1 diabetic, <laughs> going through a bunch of stuff. It's
1: like, oh my God, the time's going so fast.
0: I know. Uh, all right. Well, thank you all for watching. Uh, if you have any questions, please feel free to reach out to either myself or Bella. You, you can do so. Anything
1: else to say? What do you want to say? Um, for soon, depending what happens with our clinic, uh, for like the pumps desk dex and all that. Um I've seen people on TikTok and like my I've seen like one or two saying like I I don't want to do this but I want to do this. Like if you're underage minor like you technically don't fully control what you do with your diabetes because you also help me as well. So you don't I don't fully control everything I do with it. Um if you don't want to do something for your diabetes, it is technically, like, your choice, because it's your body, like, I still don't know if I want to try the Dexcon, I am terrified of the pump, To so, be honest, it just I don't want assists. you trying the pump, Ugh. I don't think
0: the pump will be free, uh-uh.
1: but, like, I do what I don't want to try the Dexcon, but, like, you said, it's my choice when I start it, but technically, I can't right now, because my- anyway,
0: it's not money it's coverage bella
1: i'm sure everybody no
0: it's coverage for some reason they're choosing not to cover it and i have to call them and yell at them so anyway thank Thank you very much for watching uh what bella's trying to say is use your voice whether you're underage whether you're an adult use your voice make sure your parents hear you do it in a respectful way absolutely if Bella comes to me and says mom I'm really not comfortable then absolutely I'm going to listen to her now if I can convince her otherwise because I think it's for her greater good then I will but again make sure your voice is heard Uh, make sure her voice your your voice is heard that is very important to have your kids voices heard because it is their body it is their life they are unique individuals they are not your toys so well you technically are my toy.
1: <laughs> oh my somewhere else.
0: And the gross discuss- okay, too much information. <laughs> All right, gross. Love you dearly. Not gonna happen ever. Ugh, okay, anyway. <laughs> Good night. I hope you all have a wonderful morning, afternoon, or evening, wherever and whenever you are watching. Uh, if you'd like to connect with Bella, Bella's Type 1 Journey, you can find her on Instagram. Uh, like, follow, and share the show, and wait for the podcast where I get to beat her up on the podcast the for profile? too much information. So profile go and check that out. Be, I don't know. Okay. I, I don't know. Lots of love, Dista family. Hope you have a wonderful, again, morning, afternoon, or evening, depending on when and where you are watching. And Like, follow, and share the show. Talk to you later. Goodbye. Cheers.